0: Due to the situation here in America, um, me and Haley both record this episode while being in different rooms. So because of that, we have a little bit of a, a little bit of some droppage from time to time. And also it might sound a little bit bad robotically because of the connection. But uh, we try our best to bring you as much funny material as possible and we try our best to just keep you entertained so you can stay in the house and be happy so with that said let's just enjoy some fun times together Also, remember to follow the podcast on the social medias. That's a hit. Uh, That's underscore a hit on Twitter. That's underscore a hit on Instagram. And also, that's a hit 2020 at Yahoo.com. And also, we have a playlist for our songs that we cover on this podcast. It is That's a Hit on Apple Music and Spotify. So... With that said, check it out. Today, we honor a legend the only way you know how, by picking one of his lesser-known hit songs and tearing it to shreds. Uh <laughs> We also cover a little bit of uh, interesting facts about the Billboard charts in 1986. And let's say... Maybe we might cover some sucking on some hot dogs here in this episode. This is That's a Hit, and let's get to it. Haley, we're back. We're back. A lot of great feedback and listens to our Nirvana episode, by the way.
1: Really? That's awesome. So,
0: again, listen up to Nirvana's Rate Me, our episode for this. Exactly. Great episode. A guest appearance from Tom York.
1: Yeah, my amazing Tom York. Well, um, I don't know what I just said. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Are you okay?
1: Um, yeah, I guess for some reason, I don't know why I thought this. Um, for some reason, I thought I was doing the Tom York voice, but it was actually Tom York that came on to the show.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can get a Tom York guest appearance again one day. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this episode, maybe we could pull a Tom York.
1: Um, I don't think I think Tom York's pretty busy this for for this
0: episode. Even if we're going to England
1: for this episode, um, we'll just we'll have to see where the episode takes us.
0: Okay, you know? we'll, we'll see if y'all don't know. I am your host, Kay with a genius, and, and... this is... Oh, sorry. Uh,
1: you were gonna skip me?
0: No, I was gonna say the Queen of Improv.
1: Okay, you know, how
0: I, you know how I introduce you.
1: Oh, Okay.
0: This is the Queen of Improv. What? Well. Best, best impersonators ever.
1: Haley Rixby,
0: a podcast legend. Haley J. Rixby.
1: The J stands for Jenkins.
0: No, that's a, that a
1: podcast. And the Jenkins stands for. <laughs> uh,
0: a lot of people commented and said uh, that we we have way too much fun on this podcast.
1: Well, I don't, I don't, there's no such thing. So to those <laughs> comments, I say, maybe you should have more fun in your actual life.
0: No, I, no. And it, it's in a good way, not in a bad way.
1: Okay. Okay. They, well, they're just
0: like, oh God, y'all have so much fun doing this podcast.
1: Well, then I take back those comments and apologize.
0: Uh, you, no, don't even apologize. Be like, Hey, you know what? Get better.
1: But they, do, you said they made it a good way.
0: Yeah, but still get better.
1: I don't know who they are. They're, they're already great. <laughs> I can't say that to someone that I don't know.
0: Uh so with that said, uh we were going to do something else this episode, but we decided instead to do something uh to do something different. Uh I want to kinda of start like a little tradition here. Which is going to be tough because we've lost quite a few people this weekend. Yeah, but I want to kind of do when we lose somebody musically that that literally just influenced music just extremely. I really just want to do an episode based on them as quickly as possible, just to mm-hmm. you know try to do it. We're doing it as a show of appreciation,
1: mm-hmm.
0: even though we are gonna. Uh, interrogate this song a little bit but um, it's mean, yeah. a show of appreciation. Yeah. yeah. You, you make know. as as comedians, we figure out you make fun of who you of who you most love.
1: This is true. Um you know this this was quite the song that's all I'm going to say for right now. <laughs>
0: let's let's just say this I, I make fun of you all the time. you always tell me I make fun of you, you do And then me and when me and Ames get together, we always make fun of you, then you go, Oh, make fun of haley that
1: that's true i I get I'm the butt of all the jokes. I get made fun of a lot,
0: oh, you make fun of me too,
1: I mean I do, but I mean <laughs> y'all getting
0: up on me. <laughs> Because you're the queen of improv, we have to try to stay. It's a. It's kind of like. It's kind of like a.
1: Y'all have to try to take me down.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a handicap match of WWE.
1: Okay, well, <laughs> put it that way. Still makes me feel bad.
0: <laughs> All right, so with our recent loss of Little Richard, we will be covering Little Richard.
1: You don't say.
0: <laughs> uh so should we go ahead and just get it to it now?
1: Well, do we need to do any house cleaning?
0: Uh I do want to start doing the house cleaning at the beginning of the episodes just to go ahead and get everything get out of the way. before before you oh. get into it. But uh that, yeah, again, our Twitter's Twitter that's a underscore hit. Instagram, that's underscore hit. We've had quite a few people follow it recently. Um, Thank you for everybody that's following that. Thank Um, y'all. And again, email us at that's a hit 2020 at yahoo.com so we can see what you want us to cover. I want to cover some bangers that y'all will really love. Hello. Hello. Guess I lost you.
1: I, I think, yeah. Yeah.
0: Alright, well, let's get back into it. Exactly. Uh, So, we're covering Little Richard, Great Gosh Almighty.
1: Yeah. We're covering it.
0: So, what is your first takes on the song before we get into it? Before we into um, the song.
1: It's... Is... What I does it look
0: like on your dinner plate?
1: <laughs> it looks like it. It looks like the side dish that I'm just. Um, it, it looks like a side dish that I'm just not that interested in eating. Oh wow. Yeah, like you know how someone every year for something makes green bean casserole. And no one wants to eat green bean casserole. But every year they're so enthusiastic about it. Like, oh my gosh, I brought the green bean casserole. It's
0: the green bean casserole, you think? For me, yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: What if I tell you right now that this is Little Rich's highest charting Billboard song?
1: I would not believe you. I would, I would one hundred percent not believe you.
0: He, Little Richard, only has seven songs on the Billboard chart. Uh huh. This is his highest charting Billboard song.
1: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> yes.
1: I gotta say that's incredibly upsetting.
0: To incredibly, to I mean, a guy with, with the music career of Little Richard.
1: Like, have y'all even heard Tutti Fruity? Like,
0: that's not even on the Billboard charts.
1: Are you kidding me?
0: Not on the I because I wanted to cover that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't cover it because not on the Billboard charts. That's
1: that's fully insane.
0: <laughs> so, let's get into the song. Let's. So. You're not the only person that does not find this song interesting. A lot of people seem not to because this song, unlike most songs we do, does not have a Wikipedia page for it.
1: It doesn't even have a Wikipedia page?
0: It does not have a Wikipedia page for it. does not really have too much information on the song, but his album that the song is on does have a okay. Wikipedia page for it. So we get most of our information from this album's Wikipedia page. Okay. Um so the album was recorded by the way the album's name was Lifetime Friend. Okay. Uh, recorded between nineteen eighty five and nineteen eighty six. Released in nineteen eighty six. The studio it was recorded in doesn't name name the exact studio it was recorded in, just names London, England.
1: So, okay. So we
0: go to England for this one. I think mm-hmm. this might be the first time we went to England for a song.
1: Perhaps, yeah.
0: Um the genre, this is our first time ever. We got a lot of firsts in this one. Um mm-hmm. definitely when you're doing a little richer, you're gonna get a lot of firsts. The this jo- this is the first multi-genre song we've ever covered.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh the genre is soul, rock and roll, and contemporary Christian music okay <laughs> what was your question on that one?
1: Well, it's not really so much a question it's just um well you 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 keep going we'll get we'll get into it we'll get into the lyrics
0: okay uh the length of the song, which we heard the we heard the short version of the song the official version link length, length is four minutes and forty eight seconds.
1: I'm just... This song's too long. Yeah. This song is too long. We heard a short version. There are too few lyrics Mm -hmm. for it to be this long.
0: Mm. Yeah. The label it's released under is Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. And the songwriters of the song were Richard Wayne Penniman Mm -hmm. and Billy Preston. Okay. I love Billy Preston. I can't believe he, he wrote this song. And like you I... said, not many lyrics to the song. Can,
1: um, can you enlighten me on who Billy Preston is?
0: Okay, so Billy Preston, Uh, just to give you a little bit, let's look up some songs you would know specifically. While I'm doing that, I'll tell you also the producer of the song is Stuart Coleman. Okay. Now, do you know who Stuart Coleman is?
1: No, I don't.
0: He's actually a pretty, pretty big time uh music producer. Mm-hmm. He at one time was kind of the guy that kind of brought rock and roll to to the um uh, the to England. Okay. And later on in his life, he actually decided to move to America. Oh. Specifically. Nashville, Tennessee.
1: Wow, that's cool.
0: Now, when he moved to Nashville, Tennessee, he helped produce such songs such as Faith Hill's
1: "Kiss." Ooh, I I think
0: I think he mentioned that on the podcast before.
1: I think I probably have.
0: I think he mentioned that song on the podcast before. Also, uh, he also produced. Garth and Trisha Yearwood's duet song together where your road leads.
1: Okay. So yeah. I uh I mean I have to... one of my biggest problems, I hate to say this because, you know, it's it's I mean, obviously he's done some great things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The, one of my biggest problems with this song is the production. Really? Yes. Yes. I think whenever I hear a song like this, I'm expecting it to kind of sound a little gritty. And the fact that it sounds so polished and clean, I don't really like that, personally. Oh. Like, you can tell this was recorded in, like, a really nice studio with the best equipment and you know, everything's just like perfect.
0: Yes. It it's so we'll get it to we'll get into the information on song, but uh mm-hmm. again, yes, you record this in the London studio and you know, uh in England they kinda of try to make they kinda of focus a little bit more on cleaning up the music at the time Did they did back in the early like late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. So it was more of a clean kind of music. And, you know, you get that from, like, the later Freddie Mercury, uh, you know, uh, albums and stuff like that. So a little bit more clean.
1: Freddie Mercury?
0: Yeah, when he did his solo, st- solo albums.
1: Oh, okay. I gotcha.
0: Yes, when he did his solo stuff. Okay. Just a little bit more overproduced. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of different bands had kind of, like, you know, the little talks about it like the clash was one that I can think of off the top of my head that really hated the the cl- the cleaning up of uh the musical sound. Yeah. So uh let's get to it. Oh, by the way, Billy Preston, just to let you know, he's a singer songwriter, yeah. uh perform with the people like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Uh let it be okay. songs like that. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. Sweet. So Billy Preston, is
1: my favorite Beatles song.
0: Yeah. So yeah, look look up uh Billy Preston. Look up his version of Let It Be. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I own one, I own a vinyl record from him of where he sings his version of Let It Be, and oh, mm-hmm. it's so good. Uh, definitely. I said I sent you. I said i was gonna sing you a song the other day that I did, that I don't think I ever sent to you. Y- you didn't. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what song it was.
1: It was um. 93
0: to Infinity. Oh, yeah. I got to send that to you.
1: But you know what? You don't have to because I was listening to Sirius XM the other day and I heard it.
0: (laughs) Really? They played it on there? Yep. They did. (laughs) You was
1: like, oh, "Oh, it's that song.
0: (laughs) I was like, you definitely know what song it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is how we chill from 93 till. (laughs) <laughs> if you if you want to hear a good uh a, a good modern version of that song listen to j cole's freestyle over that song's beat okay oh my god he murdered a freestyle of that song's beat it's like before j cole became like popular when he was like still kind of underground rapper yeah he murdered the freestyle over that beat um uh, so, with that said, let's get, into let's get the it action. to this actual song. Yeah. <laughs> so, Richard Wayne Pediman, Little Richard's real name. Uh, the song was the lead song from the album Lifetime Friend,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, which was his first album in seven years. It yeah. was his
1: comeback album. Uh-huh.
0: His album before that was in 1979, and it was a gospel album. Yeah. <laughs> uh. His mother had recently died so he promised her that he would remain a Christian.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And that's why this this album he decided to release has so many genres to it because he decided to mix his rock and roll style with gospel lyrics. Mm -hmm. He decided to call it message music or the messages in rhythm. Okay. So just a little bit, of, you know, information about it. Again, not that much. You don't get that much information behind this song because yeah, like you said, a lot of people kind of want to skip over it. <laughs> <laughs> take a little Richard. <laughs> so uh, let's get into the key lyrics of the song.
1: <laughs> not many. This will take you maybe 30 seconds tops. <laughs>
0: No, he actually has a little bit more key lyrics than other songs we've done.
1: Um. Okay. Uh,
0: I would say it's more key lyrics than uh, "Rape Me."
1: Um. I would. I would put it at about equal. Well,
0: let's see here. Okay. So we start off with the first verse, which is "I've been seeking, I've been searching." And he repeats that three times. I've yes. Been seeking, I've been, excuse me. I've been looking. I've been searching. Sorry. Mm-hmm. He actually goes, I've been seeking. I've been searching. Then he goes, I've been looking. I've been searching. And then he goes, woohoo. His famous woohoo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He goes, trying to find, trying to find. Hey, trying to find. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find, to, uh, trying to find peace of mind. Trying to search all the time. Trying to Fine. Then he finally gets into the chorus. That which is, great God Almighty, been a long time coming. Great God Almighty, great Gosh Almighty. Great God Almighty, been a long time coming. Great God Almighty, great Gosh Almighty. Then he goes his famous again. Woo. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Which he gets, then it gets to the second verse, which is, I've been looking, I've been wondering. Have you heard the living word? I've been looking, I've been wondering. Then he goes, Ooh. Uh, then it gets to the chorus, great God almighty, great gosh almighty. Um, then it gets to a bridge of trying to find, trying to find, hey, trying to find. Trying to find peace of mind, trying to search all the time. Then he gets to instrumental break. Then he gets back into the bridge, which is trying to find. Then he gets to the chorus of "Great God Almighty, Great Gosh Almighty." So that's the keywords. That's it.
1: That's it. That's it.
0: <laughs> so uh, uh, for. For two people to write this song, two legends. Now these are these are legends, not just two just random guys or you know guys that we don't know about, but yeah. two legends to, to write this song. Not many lyrics.
1: Well, I th- I this is definitely a more music centric song, not definitely not a lyric centric song, um, which is which is why the production was was such a problem for me.
0: Oh, okay. I see what you're saying right there. Now, this song was the lead song to the movie Down and Out in, in Beverly Be-
1: Hills.
0: So do you know that
1: movie? I've heard of it before. I've never seen it.
0: I've never heard this movie before.
1: It's one of those movies, like the people that the people that have seen... It's, I think it's like a kind of like a cult classic.
0: Okay. It's just, I, it's, I mean, you, I looked at who's in it. It's got like Bette Midler in it. And, uh, God, I saw what it said, who all it mm-hmm. said in it. I can't think of it now, but it has big names yeah. in it. So, I mean, it's not like it's not a, a big time movie. I just never heard oh, about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. And it's from the '80s, so I'm kind. Of, I'm definitely gonna look into it because I mean, anybody that needs to know me, I'm a huge '80s fan of mute of kind of culture and music mm-hmm. and uh movies. So definitely gonna be looking into that one for sure. Now this this album was released in Europe, but it did pretty mm-hmm. well. So, uh. With that said, again, not too much else about Yeah. <laughs> so, anything you kind of want to add to it a little bit here?
1: Um, I mean, there's not really much more to add. You know, I just don't... This, I, we have covered, we've covered song, well in terms of songs that we've covered, I think we have definitely covered longer songs, but this felt really, really long.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, it's, it's one of songs where it's which one do you think feels longer? This or like uh, one like Crazy Town?
1: This. This feels longer than Crazy Town to me. Hmm. Okay, because there's just with Crazy Town, at least with the verses, they they mm. differentiate. With this, he's just he is searching and he is trying to find it.
0: Well, it's it, it, that's why I'm really surprised that again that two people wrote this song yeah. because I really feel like. He, I felt like he was improvising when I hear the song. It
1: feels like a freestyle. It sounds like he's just making it up,
0: and it sounds like you know, like James Brown, like a James Brown type situation. Like he's just literally just improvising on the go. Yeah, door.
1: like the it's like a jam. It's it's like a jam session, yeah. and that's the thing. It it sounds like it's supposed to feel like a jam session, but the. Production is so slick that any of that kind of feeling is totally taken out of it.
0: Yeah, it's really, it's really, it's an interesting one. It's an It's
1: a one weird sure. one. It's a weird
0: one. It's a weird one for sure. Which is gonna honestly make for even weirder Haley. Oh Mons. yeah,
1: this is. Ugh. I have to keep reminding myself that this this is an '80s song, and I might actually do okay. You think so? Um, maybe.
0: All right, we'll see. It peaked cause...
1: in '86, right?
0: Yes. How you know? How you know when it?
1: Peaked you in? said that the album was released in '86, so I just figured. Oh, uh... no. tell you get. Oh,
0: so you just. I just soapy. did
1: math. I did the math.
0: Did the math. I did the math. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so yes, it peaked in '86. Mm-hmm. So I guess we kind of since we have a, we're gonna have a lot of time left over because there's not much information about the song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really wanted to do a Richard, uh, Little Richard song, and uh again, not too many Little Richard hit songs to be honest with you, which is surprising. Hey. Yeah. Just the, list out his seven songs on the Billboard charts of all time. Um, actually, I was wrong that there's one song above him that ranks one spot. him, okay. peaked one spot above him at forty-one, and that's Babyface. Okay, and I look and I listen to the song, and I was like, I can't do this song because it's not. It's not a song we can really cover. Terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not going to be funny. It's just going to be like, oh, wow, he, he was really good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have really lost a tremendous talent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be like, wow, Little Richard, he was amazing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Little Richard walked, so Prince could run. <laughs> yeah,
0: literally. Hey, I want you to keep that that uh that um that um statement in mind. By the way,
1: cool. <laughs> uh, so, I pick yes. up what you're putting down.
0: Okay. Um, so you great gosh almighty again was one of the highest songs at uh forty two on the billboard okay. charts Baby face was at forty one on the billboard uh-huh. chart huh freedom blues is that peaked at forty seven on the billboard mm-hmm. chart greenwood Mississippi peaked at eighty five so can't cover something like that that's in the eighties yeah. Then Bama, Lama, Bama, Woo peaked at 82 mm-hmm. on the Billboard charts. Kansas City, hey, 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 peaked at 95 on the billboard, on the billboard charts. Okay. And I don't know what you've what you've got, but it's got me part one peaked at 92 on the billboard charts. That's
1: a long song title.
0: <laughs> Add <laughs> to add to it the part one.
1: Oh yeah, what the heck is it? <laughs> oh God! I don't know
0: what you got, but you got me. But, but it's but it's got me.
1: Part one, part two. Part you one. Find out it actually doesn't have him.
0: <laughs> I don't know what you got, but it really does not have me at all in any way.
1: <laughs> actually, like I found out it doesn't have me. You don't like me, and what you have does not include me. Part two,
0: <laughs> literally. Now it goes dip and then after part two, it goes literally. You should try to move on. From yeah.
1: me. Part three is like <laughs> I am having a really hard time. <laughs> I I can't I can't seem to shake all of this. I've just been in a funk.
0: I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Call
1: me back when you get this. <laughs>
0: It's just, the it's to just a
1: voicemail message. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: <sighs> All right. So, are you ready to get into some Haley Nose?
1: I, as ready as I've ever been.
0: So, for the people at home that are new to this, uh, I'm going to guess that some may be new since we kind of got a little bit more success recently. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to guess some people may be new. The reason why we do Haley Knows is because. Uh, just trying to figure out kind of what the times, what what can influence a song like Great Gashamani yeah. to come from a legendary person. So, uh, that's why we do Haley knows kind of just see, kind of how the music was at the time, and see, maybe if that's why this one became a hit, mm-hmm. like it did, and two, maybe the reason why the artist decided to kind of do that. The uh, prime example that we have done in the past is Kid Cudi's "Make Her Say,"
1: mm-hmm. which, when
0: we <clears throat> look back, and we like Kid Cudi doesn't really make songs like this. He doesn't really make like really super pornographic songs. Why did he do it? On why did he do it for this song? <laughs> then you look at the Billboard charts and you go like, "Oh, because most of the songs are pornographic." Yeah. Daddy. wasn't wasn't <laughs> Birthday
1: Sex on there?
0: Yes, birthday sex is at the top 10. Yeah. Uh boom boom pow, you know. Boom, boom, uh,
1: boom, boom, is boom. not really sexual though.
0: Well, then you have Akon. Yeah. But uh, I want to love you. <laughs> I did tap that ass on the floor.
1: Look back and watch me smack that.
0: <laughs> so, you know, uh I saw I you kind of figure out the reason why why songs were made yeah. the way they were. So, since we have extra time here, I guess I might as well just do the one hundred, huh?
1: Okay.
0: Pick what songs, <laughs> so you can kind of know what is go- up. What is up? All here. right. Get ready, guys. Uh,
1: Get a snack. i will
0: be honest. With you, I don't really know too many of these songs, okay. so <laughs> I don't know too many of these songs. So I'm gonna tell you the people's names because I recognize some names, and I'll tell you the song and. You might know the okay. song, I don't really know Now, song.
1: before you get into this top 100, tell us what week
0: this was. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. I need to tell you what, what day it peaked, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, it was April 12th, 1986. Okay. So, April 12th, 1986. Remember mm-hmm. that? It was, it was people get prepared for 420 in 1986. Oh, Yeah. Do you think? Do you think they had a four twenty in that place?
1: I think they've had. I think it's been around <laughs> since the seventies.
0: Okay. So, let's get into it. So, at one hundred, just get it. Just, just make it on just the top. Just getting charts, started. Was sting with Russians. Okay. Uh, at ninety nine is the Miami Shell machine with Conga. Oh
1: my God. Kip, you definitely know that song. With. Yes, that's uh, Miami Sound Machine is act- is the band that Gloria Estefan was in. And mm-hmm. that's the song that's like, come on, shake your body, baby, do that conga. I know you can't control yourself any longer. <laughs> the conga. Amy, my okay. sister, hates that song.
0: I kind of figured that. I kind of figured that I knew that Ooh. song. Just the name of it.
1: I okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: So we gotta get you so we gotta get Amy on for episode that episode. Oh
1: absolutely.
0: She she hates <laughs> that song. With so, with so, with, which so which so which would you want to do more? That or are, are the pioneer of this podcast, which is
1: uh Pitbull? God, why
0: can't I why am I breaking the song now?
1: Are you talking about Pitbull?
0: No, the the yacht rock song.
1: Come oh uh um,
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> she she would
1: she might be willing to do a multi episode con contract here.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, at 80, at ninety eight we have uh, Balta Mora with Tarzan boy from the Ninja Mu- teenage goddamn teenage mutant <laughs> ninja turtles free. Soundtrack. Okay. I don't know why I was messing up on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I was.
1: It's okay. <laughs> They're confusing.
0: <laughs> those darn Teenage Mutant those Ninja Turtles. Those darn turtles. turtles. <laughs> At 95, we have Diane and Friends with, that's what Friends Dear are Dear God. <laughs> you don't like that one?
1: Well, it's just, it's one of those songs where it's like, it's just so overdone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's 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 Dion Warwick, right?
0: Oh uh, yes, Dion Warwick. And it's it's yeah. like a
1: bunch of other people. <laughs> keep smiling, keep trying. By the way, Dion Warwick
0: still 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 doing
1: concerts to this yeah. day? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: She is she is at the rhyme She is right at the Ryman yep. this year. Mm-hmm.
1: She's also and kind of like an underground queen of yacht rock.
0: Dionne yeah, Warwick
1: is? Dionne Warwick, yeah. She is one of the best yacht rock songs I've ever heard. Yeah. Huh. Deja vu. Okay. If you're out there and you have not heard the song Deja vu, it is a perfect example of what yacht rock is.
0: Uh-uh. At 90, we have Psychedelic Thurs with Pretty and Pink.
1: Yes. I
0: think I own that album.
1: Do you? you yeah. own that album?
0: Yeah, I think I owned that I want the song on it.
1: I that That's one of my favorite uh, 80s films, Pretty in Pink. Oh, okay. I w- had a Molly Ringwald obsession for a while.
0: Mm. Mm. I mean, hey, who hasn't? Really? Yeah, for real. Uh, oh, this is a good one. At 88, we have Voices of America with Hands Across America. Okay, you don't know, remember that song hands Across If America? I
1: heard it, I would remember it
0: well it was, it was like a famous commercial where like a bunch of people would put their hands together and yeah, it was supposed to be like a, like they stretched around America like and it you didn't know,
1: really work, did it?
0: really go for unity <laughs> yeah uh- <laughs>
1: like they tried, but it didn't really work.
0: Uh yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't think they figured out very much of the logistics of that.
0: Some people some people just don't want to uh be united with others, as we kind of see with some of our uh latest issues and
1: Yes. I'm mm-hmm. I'm more speaking of like they didn't really figure out where exactly everybody was gonna hold hands and like the actual logistics. Oh they don't like
0: that. No, I think it was pretty popular. I mean, commercial. no, it I was mean, a popular uh,
1: commercial, but this was a the thing they actually tried to do.
0: Oh. They yeah. tried
1: to get a bunch of people to hold hands and it would go literally across America and it didn't work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think you take it up. I think you take it up too
1: literally No, <laughs> Kip, I'm not taking it literally. <laughs> It's not that I'm taking it literally. This is the thing that they tried to make happen. I'm not making it up. (laughs) You're going to have to Google this. They covered it on I Love the 80s and everything.
0: I remember when they covered it. Wait, so you're saying that they actually tried tried trying it? Yes, Kim! Oh, I didn't know you actually tried it. They
1: actually tried 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 it!
0: Uh Oh, (laughs) I didn't know that. Yes, they
1: actually tried it. It wasn't just it was. It wasn't just. I thought it was just a
0: comparison. No, they actually
1: tried tried it, and it did not work because they didn't figure out the logistics of okay, where's this gonna cross? What time? Like they didn't figure it out. I'm crying. (laughs) They also didn't consider the fact that the the freaking Mississippi River cuts it in half. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to stop now. I'm sorry. All
0: right, at 48, we have Boys Don't Cry with I Want to Be a Cow. Okay. Okay. uh, at eighty, we have Ozzy Osbourne with "Shot in the Dark." Okay. And to go back on Dionne De- Warwick at uh at seventy eight, we have Dionne Warwick with "Whisper in the Dark." Okay. Um, Shot in the
1: dark, at... whisper in the dark.
0: Right. <laughs> that is? That was one or two in the dark songs. I didn't even get that I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Everything was in the dark. In the <laughs> yeah, days. for real. At 76, we have another song about America, James Brown with Living in oh, America. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, yes. Um, at 71, I have a song I love a lot, Sade with the sweetest time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at 68, we have a person that we both love a lot. David Bowie with absolute beginners.
1: Yes, love David Bowie. Mm.
0: At sixty-four, we have Billy Ocean with "When the Going Gets okay. Tough, the Tough Get Going."
1: Good for you, Billy. Sometimes I <laughs> like to call him Ocean Billy.
0: Bi- Ocean mm-hmm. Billy,
1: like someone's calling him by his last name first.
0: <laughs> At sixty, we have Aretha Franklin with another night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see here. Oh, I think this is Yacht Rock. Is, isn't this Yacht Rock? At 52, we have Culture Club with Move Away.
1: Not really. I think
0: it's Yacht Rock. I feel like I've heard that on the Yacht Rock station You, before.
1: I think what you're thinking of is Steelaway.
0: I don't think so, because I know, I know Steelaway, and I know that's not Culture Club.
1: Maybe I'll have to, I'll have to, I can't think of the song right now, so I'll have to listen to it, because I'm always updating my Escape from Corona Yacht Rock Essentials playlist.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I like the, I like the nice little. self plug. Uh, hey, uh,
1: it has three likes, so, you know.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm getting places. Uh, but- <laughs> okay. <laughs> at fifty-one, we have Journey with "Be Good to Yourself." Okay. At, and then we get into fifty. Okay. With fifty, we have "Simple Minds" with "Sanctify Yourself." Okay. And at forty-nine, we have Madonna with "Live to Tell."
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I uh, this this is this is prime Madonna time. So I yes. was I was thinking we're gonna see her.
0: Hmm. At 46, we have Patty LaBelle and Michael McDonald with On On My Own.
1: On My Own. Why did it in this way?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then at at 45, we have Sade with Never As Good As The First Time. Mm -hmm. Let me some Mm Sade.
1: Then
0: at 42, we have Again, Little Richard with Great Gosh Almighty.
1: There we are. There Uh, he is.
0: Let's see what songs are ahead of this song. Yes. So at 38, we have New Edition with A Little Bit of Love. Uh, At 35, we have a woman that you just love to name drop on this podcast. Whitney Houston? Every time we do, yes. Every time we do, Haley knows Whitney Houston with "How Will I." Know.
1: Oh, that's one of her best songs.
0: Yes. How oh, will I know? <laughs> so we finally get Whitney Houston on. The, we finally get actually Whitney Houston on the podcast, what actual compliment? Mm-hmm.
1: Don't hate on Whitney Houston.
0: <laughs> I'm not hating on her. You just name drop her all the time when she did that. <laughs> And then at, at uh twenty nine we have Whitney Houston. Oh, hello, Whitney. With with Greatest Love. Okay. Of all. Uh, at twenty seven we have Starship with Sarah. Okay. And at twenty five we have a band I like, Electric Light Orchestra with Colin America. Oh
1: yeah, ELO's of my favorites.
0: <laughs> mm hmm. At twenty four. We have Stevie Wonder with Overjoyed. Okay. Then at twenty-three, we get back to Miami Sound Machine with Bad Boy. Mm-hmm. At twenty-two, we get dire straits with so far away. I love
1: dire straits. This mm-hmm. is this is getting into a time period of music that I love.
0: Yeah, I was about to say. A lot of these songs I feel like you really yeah. love.
1: So I might do really well on this. Haley knows. I may.
0: We'll see. Okay. We'll see. At 21, we have Love Boy with This Could Be the Next. Okay. At 20, we have Bob Sager with American Storm. Okay. And then we finally get a guy again, a guy that he's his second appearance on the podcast, a guy that you love to talk about from time to time. At nineteen, we have Phil Collins with "Take Me Home." Oh,
1: yeah, that's a that's a really good Phil Collins song.
0: What some people will say, probably one of his
1: best. It's it's up there for sure. Not I I would say maybe top ten Phil Collins songs. Yeah.
0: At eighteen, we have Jermaine Jackson with "I Think It's Love." Okay. And then at seventeen, we have Elton John with "Nikita."
1: Yes.
0: At 16, we have Stevie Nicks with I Can't Wait. Okay. And at 14, we have Janet Jackson with a song that was, I still remember from being quoted on one of my favorite stand up comedies of all mm-hmm. time, Eddie Murphy's What Have You Done For Me?
1: Lately?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Eddie <laughs> Murphy really, he made a really good joke to that
1: one. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs>
0: At thirteen, we have heart with these dreams.
1: Yes, I. (laughs) That was one of my middle school jams.
0: Oh really? Oh yeah,
1: I had a I had a pretty pretty big heart moment whenever I was in middle school.
0: Oh okay. Uh, At twelve, we have Van Halen with "Why Can't This Be Love." Okay. And then, at 11, we get Atlantic Star with Secret Lovers.
1: Okay. Ooh, wait. Atlantic Star, Secret Lovers is in the, like, Secret Lovers.
0: I'm, I'm thinking that's it, yes.
1: That's what we are. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm thinking that's it. yes.
1: That's, that's great.
0: So, then we get it to the top 10.
1: Top 10
0: let's get, let's break down this top 10 here. Yeah. So at 10 we have a song that I don't think I really know of. It's mm-hmm. force M.D.'s Tender Love.
1: I, you know, it's not ringing any, any bells for me. Mm-hmm. But um, it might be one of those songs, like, if we heard it, we'd be like, oh, it's yeah. that song.
0: I feel like that's what's going to happen with a lot of these songs right here. Yeah. Uh, at nine, we have the, the Rolling Stones with Harlem Shuffle. Okay. At eight, we have the Pet Shop Boys with Western Girls.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so at seven, we have Sly Fox with Let's Go All The Way. Okay. And at six, we have Robert Palmer with Addicted To Love.
1: Um. Yes. So fun fact about that song. Mm-hmm. Um, the music video for that song is pretty iconic and has a, like, several girls they call Palmer girls that are all, like, dressed the same and have the same makeup. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my best friend Alexis and I, we were, whenever we worked together, we were Palmer girls on Halloween, on the first mm-hmm. Halloween that we worked together.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah. Hmm, I
0: like, like that.
1: I found the, like, the makeup tutorial from the artist who did the makeup well, on there and all you really had to do was just kind of slick your hair back and wear something black and do that makeup.
0: <laughs> nice. Well, it's time to get it to Haley Mills, baby.
1: It is time.
0: So, again, April 12th, 1986. Okay. Coming at five is a rock song, and it's a rock band that has been sometimes had their names up as one of the most underrated rock bands.
1: Okay. And you said it was 1986?
0: 1986.
1: Okay, sometimes they have their name up as one of the most underrated rock bands. I've
0: had, I've, I've, I've had arguments with people, or debates with people where they have listed this band as one of the most underrated rock bands.
1: And you're like, what?
0: I don't know too much music for form. Okay. But people, people seem to love
1: them. Ooh. Um. Hmm. I'm trying to think of uh, rock bands that were popular in the 80s that were underrated. Mm-hmm. Um could it is it um i feel like it could it be death leopard
0: (laughs) no not death leopard
1: i i would say
0: not a a great guess but
1: i guess a guess wait is it in excess yes okay um what's the song what's the song
0: Oh, what, you you don't want to guess so.
1: Oh, well, let me let me try. Let me try.
0: Okay.
1: Um So, another thing about my this the, this is the um my well, Alexis, my best friend, same one I was a Palmer girl with. Um uh-huh. she's obsessed with In Excess, specifically the lead singer of this band. Um uh-huh.
0: Yes, I'm saying yeah. that. a lot of people think it's one of the most underrated bands.
1: I mean, I think I could agree with this. I think they. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- they were very. I feel like sound-wise, they were very ahead of their time.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I've got to let you know. Uh, is could it? Could... <sighs> There's a couple different songs by them that are going through my head, and I can't decide which one to shoot with. Is it suicide blonde?
0: Nope. It is what you need. Okay. Okay. So then at number four is one that I have sent you a the best I can do for you is a it's a rock. It's a rock song. Okay. And the guy is a guy I have sent memes about to you, your mom and Amy.
1: Hey, Mom and Amy. Mhm.
0: A really funny meme.
1: Oh God.
0: Oh, excuse me. No, it's not. Excuse me. Ooh. No, it's not.
1: So you haven't sent us memes with this guy? No,
0: I kind of, I kind I kind of got, I kind got got it mixed up. I saw the last, I saw the licks, I saw the last name, and it made me think that I had <laughs> That's funny. That's I sure have. Yeah, I have. I have such a about this guy. I,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> sorry, I have. Excuse me. Sorry, I'm messing you. I'm messing you. I have such a about this guy.
1: I don't know what to think now. Um,
0: I have. I have. I, I have. It was my fault. I missed okay. you. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, <laughs> um, you've sent me a lot of memes. Think and- about it.
0: It was around Halloween time when I sent this meme here.
1: Around Halloween time?
0: Mm-hmm. And I remember specifically that your your sister said that it was frightening, the meme I said. Frightening? Mm-hmm. Uh... So think about a pretty popular rock uh guy doing the late 80s that, you know, I, that I know about it is meme-worthy. Um...
1: Dang it. Uh, Shoot. I'm really, really trying to think here. Uh, I'm probably not going to be as good at this round as I thought I was going to be. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really can't think of anyone.
0: It is John Mellencamp. Oh. Right. Remember by me and Freddy Cougar Mellencamp?
1: Yes, yes, I know that now. <laughs> Freddy Cougar Mellencamp.
0: <laughs> so you have John Mellencamp with Rock, which is R O C K in the USA.
1: Oh, that song sucks.
0: R O C K in the R-O-C-K USA. <laughs>
1: Oh, CK in the USA. Well, I feel like I just I naturally have a negative vibe towards John Mellencamp because in one of his songs is the most disgusting lyric I've ever heard in my life. Really? Yes, and it's in his most popular song.
0: Okay, what's the the
1: so the song is um Jack and Diane, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and the the lyric is. Sucking on a chili dog outside the tasty freeze. <laughs> Isn't that disgusting?
0: I yes and no. I sucking on think... a
1: chili dog outside the tasty freeze. <laughs> it, just, it just grosses me out.
0: I guess sucking on a chili dog is kind of is the part that's kind of really gross about it. It's yeah, like, like a
1: chili dog, singing about a chili dog in and of itself is already just kind of weird, but <laughs> talking about sucking on one is really gross. <laughs> Ew.
0: <laughs> so John Cougar Millet, can't, let's just say is not what a guy that you go for.
1: <laughs> no, I've never gone out of my way to listen to him. <laughs> Specifically, Jack and Diane.
0: (laughs) Now, the next one is the one I do not, I do not know. know. I don't know this band. Don't know this song. If if I do know the song, you have to tell me how I know the song. Okay.
1: Well, if you're not going to be able to give me any kind of hint, I will give Yes.
0: I'll give you a hint. It's a women's group.
1: A woman's group?
0: Yes, all female group.
1: All female group. Um, is it?
0: <laughs> That's what I I to do for you.
1: Is it the Go Go's?
0: No, I would know the Go Go's. Okay.
1: What about <laughs> um uh Banana Rama?
0: Banana. There's a group called Banana Rama. Yes. Oh, okay. No, it's not them. It's the Bangles.
1: Oh, the Bangles. Okay, what's the song? See you can you do it?
0: You you gotta get you gotta take a breath that so you know.
1: Well, what, did, what? Okay, if it's the manic bangles, Monday. manic Monday. Man- oh, manic. Uh, I don't know that you've heard this. I don't. Uh. You may have heard it. It's the song that goes, "Just another manic Monday. I wish it was Sunday."
0: oh I think I've heard that in like like uh like like a, a, like a 90s like a 90s yeah. song, like a 90s uh movie or something like that
1: yep it's yeah it's one of those songs they play it on like easy listening a lot like if like uh our station here in the Nashville area is called mix 929 mm-hmm. they play it a lot on there.
0: I, I think I think I've heard it. I think I've heard it on like I I can't think of what movie it is in, but I'm pretty sure it's in a '90s movie.
1: Yeah, it's been in a few different movies.
0: Yeah. Well, then after that we get to a person I do know. Yeah. <laughs> one of the one of the only songs, of, well, of two songs that I know for sure I've heard on the in my lifetime. Hmm. And we've heard the song together for sure.
1: We've heard the song together for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's just say that you said a statement earlier. That, uh, uh, well,
1: it's a it, that means it would have to be a Prince song. Um,
0: well, you got to say the whole name of the of the of the artist.
1: Prince and the New Power Generation.
0: No, Prince and the Revolution.
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs> Whoopsie, Prince and the Revolution. <laughs>
0: the revolution
1: um is it, it, it would this would this be the time of purple rain no okay well then
0: purple rain was a little was, was, was a little was earlier right 20s? i think it was eighty eighty four. 84 okay. is it 83 84
1: yeah it was I, th- I thought that that was more of an earlier 80s song
0: yeah it's more early 80s the yeah.
1: Um, crap,
0: uh, you kick yourself when you don't guess the song.
1: I know, and I'm trying to think, but the only songs that are coming to my head are I'm out, like, out of
0: Purple Rain. I would say Prince is not, I wouldn't say most known for this song, but it's definitely up there for one of his most known songs.
1: Is it Kiss? Yes, okay, cool. <laughs> Okay, I'm not. Say, I'm not a on, total dumbass.
0: Don't, don't kick yourself. Come on, it's, it's Prince's kiss. Yeah. So uh, number one is a is a guy that I don't know. I know this name from uh, Batman villains.
1: <laughs> you know his name from Batman villains? <laughs> well,
0: I, let's see here. That. <laughs> so Dad and. Uh, and uh Keanu Reeves when he was a quarterback on the replacements, his last name, that's about it.
1: Okay. Well, that doesn't help, but I might be able to think of Batman villains.
0: <laughs> it's an obscure one. You wouldn't never you probably would never guess this one.
1: Okay, well then just uh just tell me.
0: Uh it is Falco. Falco? Yeah. Okay no falco is
1: the name is is sparking a thing in my head like i have something's going on up there but i can't think of the song
0: rock me amadeus
1: oh i know that song i wouldn't have i would have never put those two together but i i like independently of each other but yeah i know rock me amadeus
0: Okay. Yeah, would, the if, number one song.
1: If you would hear that song, you would be like, oh, it's that song. It's the one that goes like Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus.
0: Nope.
1: Okay. No. All right.
0: <laughs> so. Uh... <laughs> That's the number one song in the nation that year, Song I don't have a clue. <laughs> I didn't have a clue as this, but. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: My head, I think I was thinking of things that were, were either a little earlier or a little later, because when you said 1986, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I thought there was going to be more Madonna on here, and I thought mm-hmm. that maybe this was the time of uh bad
0: yeah, Michael Jackson, right?
1: Yeah. That I was, thought so, too. Yeah, I was expecting for Bad to either be a, a, starting to A
0: name up. that has never been dropped on this podcast. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, he doesn't, I mean, I don't, he doesn't really belong on this podcast because he, nothing, I mean, he's well, done some controversial it, stuff, but.
0: While I'm saying, while I'm saying, billboard-wise, we we've done several billboard charts, and I mean, he's
1: not been on a one of them, so
0: he's that's been weird. One. And his sister's been on multiple, <laughs> multiple times, yes. So it's 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 a shit one.
1: But you know why I think that is? What Michael had a lot more periods of time where he wasn't doing anything.
0: It was he was one of those people that would drop a when he dropped an album, it was very very worked on and was kind of just one of those things where it just was uh it was he had lengthy periods in between albums. Yeah, he did very lengthy periods in between albums.
1: Because thinking about it, I think Bad actually came out in eighty seven because that lasted him for a few years. Mm -hmm. So if I I think I'm pretty sure it came out in eighty seven.
0: Yeah, he, he he wasn't one of those people that kinda of dropped like singles and stuff like that. It was kinda of one of those things where he dropped albums.
1: Well and and here's what's weird. If you think about it like this, Thriller came out in nineteen eighty two. So that's mm-hmm. five years that he was just working.
0: And still and still was as still was as known, which is very, yeah. very rare.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: So, Haley, Kippy, what, what's your last take on this song before we skip to hits of the week?
1: My last take is that you can take it away. <laughs> take it away. Take it away. You no, know, I just, if someone is wanting to like discover, um, Little Little Richard, this is not the song to listen to.
0: This will not go down as a in in memorial of Little Richard's music. Absolutely not. No.
1: Um, some as some others might say that ain't it.
0: (laughs) I think. Well, the thing is, I think it's it's a cool. It was a cool way of demonstrating the blend of musical styles, and what is show how he blend different musical styles together. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But it's not a song that goes that you go, oh wow! This is I see why Little Richard's being held up there with the greatest with the greatest of all times. Yeah, no. So, with that said let's get into the hit of the week. Yes. So what is your hit of the week here?
1: Um,
0: To begin uh, our week this week.
1: To begin our week this week, it's not a new song. It's an old song. And it's been stuck in my head for a long time. And I'm prepared to share what song it is. Okay. It is by an artist named Peter Gabriel. Mm. And the song is called Shock the Monkey.
0: Shock the Monkey.
1: Shock the Monkey, yes. Okay. Peter Gabriel is a weird dude, and I love him. And this song, it's just catchy. I, you know, he says it's a song about jealousy. I don't see how that is, but he's the person that made it, so I'm not going to question it. <laughs> it's catchy and i can't stop thinking about that song <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so my hit in the week is one i heard your beyonce and uh beyonce and Megan Thee stallion song savage remix uh-huh but that was that's great that's a great song that's yeah really it's good really song. good it's a really good song i cannot lie i was like I i kind of it kind of just show it kind of just showed up on me. And I was listening mm-hmm. to I was listening to some playlists. I can't remember what playlist I was listening to. I was just some playlist and then that song just kind of just popped up. And I was like driving on the highway so I was like, well I can't change this song so I'm just gonna listen to it. And then uh I was like, well fuck. I'm happy I didn't change the song.
1: <laughs> because <laughs> it's a really good song. It's actually really
0: good. It's really actually way more surprisingly good than I thought it would be. hmm so I was very surprised by it.
1: See, that's see now you're. I think you can you can see how Megan the Stallion has been uh, kind of creeping up on me.
0: Oh uh, well, I I always thought she was pretty good. I thought she I thought she was really good. It's she does one of those. She's one of those female rappers that does the the do the thing that I don't like, which is rap, uh explicitly about sexual stuff. Mm-hmm. which I'm kind of like, uh, you don't have to always rap about sexual stuff. Male rappers don't always rap about sexual stuff, you know, so. <laughs> but uh, she, I would say she's one of the better ones at doing it. Like, mm-hmm. Neganot's just terrible at it. <laughs> Neganot's just just terrible at it. So, I think yeah, she's one I, of the better ones at doing it.
1: I do. I prefer this remix to the Feeling Myself remix with Nicki Minaj.
0: I'm I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not a fan of Nicki Minaj, and I'm just not really a fan of female rappers that all they do is rap about sex stuff. Like it's cool to rap about sex stuff some time to time. It's just mm-hmm. like, dude, I wouldn't I wouldn't listen to a rap. I wouldn't listen to a, rap, a male rapper that just raps about them his dick and and having sex with girls all the time.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's one of those things.
1: I gotcha. So, I liked it. I gotcha.
0: Uh, but I guess my other hit of the week to go without music this time is that uh, it's Money in the Bank, or technically, right now, Money in the Bank's happening. I'm watching Jeff Hardy right now, actually. Mm. That's pretty cool to see the hearty Jeff Hardy still at it.
1: All right. <laughs> Money in the bank.
0: Money in the bank. So that's my hit of the week.
1: Well, there you go. Yep, my I I really only had the one hit of the week to this. I haven't really been venturing out too much musically as of late. Um, so yeah, a lot of the a lot of the hits right now are things that everybody else has heard for a while. There's not a lot of new stuff coming out. I will say, there's, you know, in the latter part of this month, there's a lot of new stuff coming out. Lady Gaga's new album is coming out. Um, Katy Perry has new music coming out. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll 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 cross that bridge when we come to it.
0: Yeah. Well, with that said, I think that's that this that this bridge. We we we, re- we really did this episode. We yeah, I think we, we really did it. did pretty well in this episode. Yep. Definitely for a song that is not as a lesser known song and not really talked about song. Yeah.
1: Well, for good reason.
0: And I think that we did good to give uh, a memorial to the Richard.
1: Mhm. You know, little Richard, I think whenever I was young that he was he I remember him doing a lot of press mm-hmm. when I was young and then I also remember back when VH1 was like really like actually VH1 mm-hmm. they used to play his uh biopic a lot mm-hmm. um but so between that and like uh Jackson the American like Jack Jackson's the American dream mm-hmm. um <laughs> I watched both of those constantly um, <laughs> so he was a figure that I was actually really familiar with growing up, so yeah, I mean, he lived a full life, no you know it's it's refreshing to see someone not die young
0: mm-hmm.
1: he I mean he lived a very full life, so that's i mean that in and of itself is something to be really i guess proud of in a way. Does that make sense
0: yes, uh i to to also talk about Little Richard a little bit here, uh, one one of my favorite movies is "Why Do Fools Fall in Love," which mm-hmm. uh, you get a Little Richard, not cameo for Little Richard, but you do get a uh, take of Little Richard in the movie. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I've I've seen that uh, I've seen that movie many times too.
0: And also to even go off on actual Little Richard, I actually have you know he lives in Nashville. Mm-hmm. and when i he lived in Nashville and when i get when i gave uh when I was working, he would come by and say "Hey,
1: that's really cool
0: so he i i he's literally went out his way to say hey to me and i've been and i mean so that's really cool to think about somebody like that
1: yeah yeah i've never i've never really heard anything bad about little richard yeah. you know he He's one of those figures that he's just sort of ingrained in the brains of of our culture. So, you know, it's uh it, it's always sad when people die, but I think he's he's one that we can't really feel sad for because he really did live a full life and lived a good life.
0: Yeah. And I can it, it, it he like you said, he lived a full life. It wasn't one of those things where he died very where he died rather young.
1: Yeah,
0: and he didn't die of you know of weird circumstances. Yeah, guess as well.
1: Yeah, like there are certain people that I like. I'll still think about that. I get really upset about. Like I, I get kind of mad. Mm-hmm. Like David Bowie is one of them. Prince is another one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially with. You know, with princes it, it it could have been so prevented. Yes. But it's it's nice to not have those feelings about a famous person that died.
0: Yeah. You're right. Well, I guess with that said, let's let's just kinda say we killed this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because claim it for ourselves. You did a good job.
1: We we did a good job. <laughs> Unless we're talking about me doing Haley knows because I did a bad job.
0: <laughs> well, also, if they do play podcasts in heaven, I hope that Little Richard does enjoy the podcast episode that is dedicated to him.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, with that said, let's get on out of here.
1: Yep. Have a great Sunday, guys. And remember, Pink is n- is just one person.
0: Well, I am going to release this on Monday. Well,
1: <laughs> have a great Monday. Then.
0: Have a great week. This is just wishable.
1: Yeah. Have a great day. Whatever day it is, <laughs> have a great day.
0: Have a great day, whatever year it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have a great week, everyone. We'll catch you back up on, probably on uh, Friday and... Um, with uh, a nut-banging song to listen to, and uh, enjoy
1: Absolutely.
0: Also, uh, oh, forgot to mention, you already mentioned that Princess, uh, I mean, Sakari that Pink is only one person, which I still don't believe to this day.
1: It's true, but but okay.
0: Did you know that Seal is a gift lover?
1: Oh, God. Wait! I can actually confirm that Pink is just one person, because I've seen her in concert. Oh! Cool. cool. Yeah, Cool. <laughs> yep.
0: Well, I can confirm that Seal's a guilt lover, because uh, Happy Mother's Day!
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for all you mothers out there, there's that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, let's get out out of here. All right. Bye, everybody. However, there's one constant in the music business. A hit is a hit. And this, my friend, is not a hit. Why? Christ, for reasons we couldn't comprehend or codify. Now that's a hit. That is a hit. Hallelujah.